Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now in the studio, local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome to the Money Hour on 1150 AM, KKNW, the Saturday, April 23rd show. You can also listen to my podcast, Facebook premiere, and you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on upcoming events, please go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events and how they can affect your money. If you are hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that I have on the show today, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com. And my lineup for today's show is all about Patricia Love. Patricia Love of Patricia Love LLC, how to live life and not let life live you. It's really going to be a special show and you'll want to stay tuned for the entire show because it's all with Patricia Love. And also if you're uh, watching my show on our Facebook premiere YouTube channel or off the uh, show website, I would like to take this opportunity to introduce you to my producer over at Hubbard Radio, Benny. Hi there. And I'm all about the love too. (laughs) He always has such a fun comeback. (laughs) Uh, I definitely could not do it uh, without Benny. And who's missing here in our video is Becky, uh, my uh, marketing director. She's actually out today. And sometimes she just don't have to show up. So I want to give a shout out to (laughs) Becky because she does a lot uh, as well behind the scenes. So thank you uh, to both of them. Great information and great guest in studio. For more information on the topic today, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50, or you can also go online to themoneyhour.com. And we'll start it today, as I do each week, with a little bit of money chat. Money. Money. Tina Mitchell here with your money chat. Existing home sales, which measures closings on existing homes, showed that the sales were down 2.7% in March and at a 5.77 million annualized pace. This likely measured activity in January and February, including some of the move higher in rates, but not all of it. One uh, on a year over year basis, sales are down 4.5%, which is still quite strong considering higher rates, higher home price, and tight inventory. And speaking of inventory, It did increase almost 12% from February to 950,000 homes for sale, which is down about 10% from last year. This is the normal normal inventory build that occurs every year at this time. There is now two-month supply of homes up from 1.75 months when a six-month is considered a balanced market. Now, speaking to the imbalance of supply and demand, homes were only on the market for 17 days in March, down from 18 days. 87% 
10% of homes that sold were on the market for less than one month. Now, these are national numbers, not our local market, which is a lot more extreme. Freddie Mac reported that the U.S. is 3.8 million homes short of the demand that existing homes in the country for single family homes. While demand is less than 2021 due to the higher interest rates it's still robust now the imbalance in supply and demand should continue to support our home prices first-time homebuyers have accounted for 30 percent of sales which is a nice move higher from 29 in the previous report and 27 percent two months ago cash buyers increased from 25 percent to 28 percent while investors purchased 18% of homes down from 19%. Foreclosures and short sales account for less than 1% of all transactions. CoreLogic released their loan performance insights report showing that loans 30 day or more past due decreased from 3.4% to 3.3%. Those are so those that are seriously delinquent more than 90 days decrease from 1.9% to 1.8%. Homes that are in foreclosures remain at a multi-decade low of 0.2%. On the Fed front, the St. Louis Fed president, President James Ballard, spoke and talked about the possible 75 basis point hike. He wants to see that the Fed's fund rate get to 3.5% by the end of the year, which would mean 50 basis point hike at the upcoming meeting this year. Inflation is a big problem, and the Feds know it. Listening to Fed speaker, many are saying that they believe that we can achieve a soft landing, meaning that they can tighten while not causing a recession. Charlie Evans and Blackstone CEO mentioned the issue of wage price spiral. That means that if inflation goes up, goods and costs, goods cost more and people demand more wages. But then uh, those that are higher wages cause more dollars chasing fewer products and cause more inflation. The spiral can be prob problematic, especially with the supply chain chain issues that appear to need much more time to sort out. Now, there is also a story regarding jet fuel stored uh, shortages in the Northeast, which is also impacting, so will impact summer travel cause, which will cause a higher, even a higher inflation. Everyone is talking about a recession, especially as the Fed hikes rates likely 50 basis points at the next meeting. Does the Fed know that we are going that this is a little bit crazy and that we're heading towards a recession. The only thing that the Fed can do to curb this rapidly rising inflation is to destroy the demand side of the economy. And while the Fed would never admit this, I think their plan may be to cause a recession because it is the only thing that will effectively reduce inflation. The last time the Fed hiked 50 basis points, which was in 2000, uh, we saw a recession in less than a year. Now, I believe we're heading for a recession and the Fed knows it as well. While recessions are not good for the overall economy, interest rates will come down significantly and real estate performs well. I have heard media outlets say that a 50 basis points hike is already priced in the market, but is it really? Maybe in the stock market, there's been some price um, already in that, but in the general market, has not. If you borrow money as an individual or a company, and it's based on a certain amount basis points over secured overnight financing rate, SOFR, it will have an enormous difference in the borrowing cost. This may cause uh, the planning on borrowers to re think and slow down expansion, especially companies borrowing large sums of money. I will continue to keep you up to date on inflation and our most likely recession around the corner. Tina Mitchell, and that is your money chat. Coming up next on the money hour, how to live life 
and not let life live you. I have Patricia Love for the show today of a Patricia Love LLC right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Are you at your wit's end? Feeling like you're trapped on a perpetual hamster wheel of chaos and confusion? Lacking confidence, lacking money with nowhere to turn? The good news is you can change your story. In fact, it's probable when you decide to choose yourself first. That's where Coach Patricia Love's new app, Confident You, comes in because confidence is freedom. When you learn to trust your intuition and feel good about yourself, your life changes and doors open. At the app Confident You, you will find community, audios, podcasts, inspiration, live Zooms, and more. You will build confidence, create boundaries, and learn how to say no. Now is the time to take control of your life. Ignite your inner power and shine like a diamond, feeling more confidence, more inner peace, more happiness, better health, more abundance. Download Patricia Love's app Confident You today for free at the Apple Store or Google Play. Want to hear something different from talk radio? Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, April 23rd show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere. You can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on any of my upcoming events, please go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. It is a great day to talk about money. And that is what the show is all about, how to make money, save money, so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com. And now on our show, we have Patricia Love of Patricia Love LLC, how to live life and not let life live you right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Patricia, welcome to my show. Well, thank you for having me. This is a, this is a fun opportunity. I'm looking forward to our chat. Yeah, I am too. And, and what a great uh, topic and a great business and coaching that you're doing. I'm really excited to share it with my listeners and to have a conversation with you, of course. Absolutely. A little bit about Patricia. She is an author of the number one best-selling book, Seen and Unheard, a life which actually spells S-E-E-N and U-N, heard. Uh, a life coach who builds confidence in women who struggle with being seen and heard in their own lives, turning her own life around at 57. She made it her mission to turn her mess into her message. Uh, I love that tagline. I love a great tagline, turning your mess into your message. So excited to showcase what you're passionate about. And I'm, I'm excited for my listeners to be able to hear as well. So Patricia, let's go ahead and start out and talk about what life experience brought you into your coaching practice. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a good question. You know, every, I'm not sure a lot, a lot of people may know me, they may not, depending on what, who your audience is, but um, I have been a realtor 
for almost 30 years. Mm -hmm. And when I started in real estate, um, I was lucky to be very quite successful uh, quite quickly, actually. Um, and so I started to mentor other agents. Mm -hmm. So when I say mentoring, I was just, you know, showing them and helping them stay positive in this particular, you know, uh, real estate industry, it can be very rejectionable, right? Everybody's rejecting you and you have to say no. I mean, and you have to know boundaries, but if you don't know that you're running around like crazy and you're doing all these things, and then you think you're not making any money, which you probably aren't. And it's just one of those kind of on a hamster wheel thing, because, um, it, because it's such an up and down industry for real estate agents or brokers. So when I, after I started mentoring, um, I was really successful in bringing up and making, you know, positive aspects for people, making them realize that they can do that. They can do this and not to, you know, let the emotions get the best of them. And interesting enough, though, I was really good at that. I was also really good at making money. But man, in my own personal life, in my own financial life, just to put it mildly, I sucked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just, it, I, I mean, I was lucky that I could keep making money because I also knew how to spend money. Really good at that. And that came back to a lot of my, how I was brought up. I was uh, brought up by an alcoholic mother and a, a, a father that was, you might say it kind of abandoned me emotionally. So there was a lot of emotional abandonment type of yeah. thing. So you're always searching for that love and you're always searching for different things. And so growing up um, pretty much an only child because my sister's brother was much older than I was. Um, I just didn't know how to deal with life. I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't know, uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't pushed to be educated enough in finances or business or anything at all, just really to get married. That was the thing, you know, get a relationship. And so what turned out is with 57, when I talk about my mess is uh, I came to a point where I really had to reevaluate my life because I was pretty much on the floor, broke, uh, broken and drinking too much, $140,000 in debt. And I had lost two relationships, probably, you know, more of those were marriages, but more because I just didn't know how to deal with life in relationships. Yeah. And since then, you know, and of course, there's a lot more involved in those last 15 years, years before that, but and we can go into it if you want to, but, you know, I had to make a decision. I had to choose and okay. I decided to finally choose me. And when I decided to do that, my life began to change. Now it wasn't overnight, but it definitely began to change. And that's so beautiful. Um, and if you're listening to the show today, uh, key takeaway, choose you. Me. Be your best self for you first, and then you'll have the space to be your best for other people. Right. And uh, yeah, uh, turning your message, your your message. I and we'll talk about this a little bit later today as mm -hmm. well. But um, yeah, and I I you know my keynote is is tragedy to triumph. You know, turning my tragedy into triumph in that journey. And so I think you know we have to go through struggles mm -hmm. because through that, then that's when we have a story that we can share on the other side. We'll talk about that uh, today as well. And mm -hmm. I also uh, love how you talk with in agents to offer uh, their boundaries because if you don't respect your time. Nobody else is going to respect your time. And that's you hard. That's right? your boundaries. Yeah. No one else will have boundaries for you. It is hard until you create a habit around. And you know, I'm also a time management business efficiency coach. When you create a habit 
of you first, your time and your appointments with yourself are more important than any other appointment because that's how you run a high efficiency. That's how you give your most to yourself when you have complete control over your time. And so, yeah, but majority, uh, majority do not, but I'd like to, you know, ask, uh, if you're listening today, do you want the, what the majority has, or do you want what the one percentile has one percent meaning is there's only one percent that do things differently than everybody else. So, uh, uh, very, uh, important, uh, shout out there. Um, Patricia. So what is the most unique aspect of what you do in your coaching practice? You know, I was thinking about this, this, uh, I think about this a lot, you know, what is, what kind of sets me apart from a lot of people and different things in my unique aspect. And, and honestly, I have to state that tough love. I, I give a lot of tough love. I'm, I can be very direct mm-hmm. and I try to do it with a very loving atmosphere and a loving and caring part. But I also believe that it's not just tough love from me to them, but tough love for them on themselves. Yeah. And and so I really try to bring that to the forefront where I know a lot of coaches have a tendency to like, you know, they want you to talk and then we work it out and enjoy things. And sometimes I will just bring it up, you know, like, you know, and be very specific. And, and, it, and it's kind of like calling people out, yeah. but in a good, loving way, you know, there's always good ways of doing things in bad ways. So I, you know, and I think it's just because of my last name, that's why I called it tough love. I love but it. I think it's a big aspect of mine and it's really um, people keep coming back because they're like, wow, you know what? She's going to tell it to me straight. I may not want to hear it, yeah, you know, but she'll tell it to me straight. And, and I realized that because when I had to go through that and acknowledge my own negatives, right. I had to call myself out. And that's probably the hardest thing to do is to, you know, is to be truthful with ourselves. Because what happens, we go through every day and we're so distracted all the time. We never have time to really be truthful with ourselves. And you kind of want to blame everything on everybody else. When in reality, in my life, I was blaming everything on the other relationships or, or maybe the sexual uh, uh, trauma that I went through in my 20s or my parents or this and that. In reality, I was an adult now. Yes. I needed to choose for as an adult. I had to make a decision. When you're a child, you basically learn what you live. Yes. So, you know, and that's fine. But as an adult, I have, I have a decision and I have a choice Yes. to either change or not to change. Yeah. And so I had to have tough love on myself too. So I would probably say um, tough love is, is probably my most unique thing that kind of makes people kind of. Yeah. Sense. And that's, that's great. Cause that's what a great coach is. A, a coach is there to tell you the way it is and to really guide and direct you in the place that is going to make you your best self. And it's not easy. It's not an easy process uh, going through that. And yeah, with any challenge or struggles or strategy, there's adrenaline that's attached to it. And the adrenaline is going to take you down or it's going to give you strength that you never imagined that you had. And that's why in those moments are the most magical moments. If you understand the tools and you understand that you have a choice around this and, and what did you learn for that, that is making you a better person? And how is that uh, providing a lesson for you moving forward in the future as well? And then the magic of being able to share all of the wealth of knowledge that you've learned through that process that I believe that without that journey, uh, you don't have that story and that credibility and that vulnerability uh, that you can bring in uh, and help others. So what is the next big thing that you're working on, Patricia? You know, right now it's, uh, 
and it just it just launched. I mean, we're literally literally like within the last fifteen days. It's uh-huh. uh, I have a, a, a I launched an app, and it's called Confident You, and it's confident with a U at the end. And it's and I'll tell you how this kind of came about uh, real quickly. Is that when I was at my lowest, and 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 didn't know where I was going to go and what to do. I didn't have the resources nor the money to go out and hire a coach yeah. to go out and find something, you know, because, you know, there's that, that part that says, well, just hire a coach to straighten you out or hire this. And I'm like, I don't have any money. I can't do that. Yeah. So I said to myself at that point, you know, when I was going through this, that it's going to be my mission. If I have, when I get to the comfortable place and feel solid and can move forward, I'm going to create something that's affordable for women that can be coached on to build their confidence because I've always believed that confidence is freedom. Yeah. You know, if you can build your confidence within you, then you can do magical things and you can yeah. free yourself from so much because you have that confidence. And when I say confidence, I don't mean arrogance. I yes. mean, just being um, assertive or maybe to raise your hand or be able to do some things, just trusting yourself, the confidence and yeah. trusting who you are. Yeah, and if yeah. I could build that, that would, that can lead people to so many places, but, you know, I coach one-on-one, but my heart is coaching, you know, people that really need it like yeah. myself who didn't have that choice. And so my, my app is free to download, um, at, uh, Apple store yeah. or Google play, and you can kind of get started that way. And I try to make it so valuable, um, mm-hmm. for them because that's really important to me too. So I'm really excited about it. It's going to be oh grow- growing. It's going to be pivoting. It's going to be shifting. And I'm, and the people that are, the women that are in it will be growing with me. So I, I'm very excited about it. Oh my gosh. Congratulations, uh, Patricia. You can just see uh, how passionate you are about what you're doing. A huge smile. If you're just listening (laughs) to uh, Patricia on the radio, you're missing out. Uh, You can see it oozing out of her. So what is the biggest challenge that you have overcome in your business and how, whether it's in your real estate business or in your coaching practice? Uh, Both actually, because I'm still doing some real estate is really being intentional. Um, and also realizing that, uh, and acknowledging that I still struggle and I want to be, I like to be transparent because people I've been on podcasts and different things and they, you know, I, I wanted people to know that we're human just because yeah, yeah. we've made it through. And I've, 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 I've come way on the other side. I also want people to know that anybody can do it at any time. And we still are learning. We are still going through the journey. We're going through the path and every day I'm learning. So I'd probably have to say that a little bit of a challenge sometimes is, you know, reminding myself when those triggers hit, because we get those triggers, right, is to really set back. No, oh, that's a trigger. Let's let's acknowledge that. Let's work through that. And what I find is that once you've acknowledged that, you work through your triggers and your insecurities much quicker. Yeah. Because before... I was kind of ignoring them, right? Which put me in this situation because you know what happens is when you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you yeah. get the same result, right? Yes. So by this thing, it's like, now, okay, what did I do today? What triggered me? And what made me feel like that today? Why yeah. did I do that? And so I you know I, I've kind of take my, my uh, you know, self and I look at myself every night. How did you do today? Yeah. What triggered you? What did that? So those are challenges that I'm constantly working through all the time. Yeah. And, and so I'm growing because my thing is I want to grow every single day. I want those lessons learned to be wisdom earned. Yes. 
And it's really important to me to, to grow. Um, and some people would say, well, gosh, you know, you started, you, you, you know, you uh, changed it 57. You know, mm -hmm. some people will say, why weren't you retiring? And I'm like, well, I, at the time I couldn't, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so it's like, you can do anything if you want to at any age. So what, it's age of 70, I'm starting an app. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about that. And who knows what I'll do when I'm 80? Who knows? Yeah. yeah. I always want to be doing something. And so for me, it's growing, but it, there's always the challenges of those triggers that pop up that yeah. says, are you sure you can do that? You good enough? Yeah. And it's just working through those. So, and that's a, such a great uh, point because no matter what level you're at in your personal mastery, you are going to continue to have the same negative feelings, lack of confidence, angry, uh, jealous, whatever the case may be, all, all of those different emotions. Uh, the key is what Patricia is talking about is you recognize it, you embrace it appreciate yeah. that it's visit, work through it, release it so you can get back. And I always say that it's about creating your own positive triggers because there are negative triggers. Well, there has to be positive ones as well. And the interesting thing is majority of our uh, negative or positive conversations, they're repetitive. They're the exact same ones. So you are just, you have that. And what I do is I create the most real, and most successful outcome that's directly tied to that negative trigger emotion. When is the last time it was directly for that? If we're talking about a uh, lack of confidence, when is the last time that I felt so confident? The bigger is more important than how, how uh, the time frame. So if it was something that I felt confidence yesterday, I'll reach back for the one that I felt most confidence. And that's my new positive trigger. I go back to that exact same moment every single time until a bigger moment comes up, which it happens yeah. a lot. And that's really fun. It's like, okay, my new positive trigger is really recent now. Yeah. So yeah, great, uh, great conversation. We're going to be having a continued conversation uh, here with Patricia Love coming up next on the Money Hour how to live life and not let life live you right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Easy on the ears, good for the soul. Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, April 23rd show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere. You can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on any of my upcoming events, please go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. Helping you in this market, in this environment, build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with my guest, Patricia Love. Uh, please call the show at 1-855-411-50, or you can go online to the moneyhour.com. A uh, great conversation that we're having together, Patricia. I want to thank you again for being here and uh, sharing with my listeners. Well, thanks for being here. I just uh, enjoy talking about it because, you know, I feel that uh, there's people, women out there, people out there that like, wow, I'm kind of going through some of that. Just yeah. to know that there's people out there that have been through it and um, that you will get through it. You, you will get, get 
you will get through it if you have the tools, but if you don't, you're going to get in a spiral down, which is going to get messy very quickly. And that gets right into my next question for Patricia is you turned your mess Mm -hmm. into your message. Mm -hmm. So can you share a little bit more about that? Sure. Um, well, obviously my mess was when it started at 57 and, and actually, like I said, it started way before that. And, and I want to just go back quickly to say that, you know, when you grow up, you get these habits, right? We grow up and we create our own habits and bad or good a lot of times. And sometimes you can fall into a lot of bad habits. And a lot of the bad habits I'd fallen into is that I had not learned and I, you know, how to, uh, you know, kind of manipulate or, ha- or handle situations or business or money. Only thing I knew how to do was make money uh, and spend money. And so, and then during my my 20s, I had a lot of trauma of the death of my sister and, a, and a tra- a sexual traumas and different things like that. That's added to the burden of being creating my own mental mess. Yeah. And so my behaviors were not conducive of moving forward in a really good way. Yeah. Um, now, and, and I kept thinking, oh, I'll just do better. I'll just, you know, divorce this guy and I'll move on to the next guy or I'll just buy, make more money and we'll be fine. But it never took the time to sit and go, what's the problem here? Because yes. I didn't want to get off that hamster wheel. Or in reality, I just didn't want to acknowledge the fact that maybe I had some issues. I didn't yeah. want to acknowledge the fact that I didn't have the tools. That it was you. It wasn't external. It was internal. It was totally yeah. internal. Yes. I had a great mask on the outside. Oh my gosh. I had a great mask. I had the positive mask and everything, which was great for, you know, you can do this, you know, I'm there for you and all of that. But it came down to personal things and, and, and finances and, and how to live. And, you know, it was just a, it was just a mess. It was just yeah. constantly a mess. And, and when I turned 57 and it all hit the fan, um, I, I felt I really, I always have a choice. You always have a choice, yeah. but I felt my choice then was, I do not want to do this again. I've made all this money and then I'm broke again and I'm up and make money and I'm broke again. I'm in relationships and they go bad. And, you know, you know, what, what's going on here? So I really had to take a look at myself so that I could turn my mess into my message because my message was, you don't have to live like this. Yeah. You can change if you get, like you said, the proper tools and choose. You have to choose to change. Yes. Because I have, I've, I've also uh, coached women that, uh, um, that really are not ready. Yeah. Uh, you have to be ready and say, that's, that's it. I, I just can't do this anymore. Yeah. Um, and that's where I was. And so, and again, I vowed at that point was to um, make it my mission yeah. to help other women to see that they can do it no matter what age they are, who they are, and what they do. So that's how I just decided to turn my mess into my message because I think uh, more people need to tell their story. Yes. Because we all have one. Yeah. You know, and your story may be slightly different than mine, but it's all breaks down to a lot of the same behaviors sometimes and yeah. things and just acknowledging um, what they are because acknowledgement, yeah. if you can't, if you don't acknowledge it, you can't fix it. Yeah. So true. Uh, life is not against you. You don't know how to live life. Yeah. And that's really the key. There's some things that are out of our uh, control. If you, you know, mentioned sexual abuse, um, you know, I lost a daughter. My first husband uh, died of a drug overdose. I, you know, I mean, there's certain things that you don't have control over, but you do have 100% control in how you are going to, 
navigate through that season in your life. And I promise you on the other side, if you navigate it with, I'm going to be best for what I need to do for myself right now, I'm going to learn what I can learn. I'm going to look at this as an opportunity to share on the other side, then things will present themselves uh, that take you to, again, a whole nother level in life that you would have never been able to reach if not for uh, that mess or that tragedy. Yeah. So really powerful conversation uh, here if you're listening to uh, my conversation with Patricia Love. So Patricia, let's uh, talk a little bit about the real estate, uh, your real estate business and how that played into what you're doing now with your coaching practice. Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, I, I started mentoring very uh, early on, probably within the second year that I was in real estate, uh, because I had, you know, got validated, they you know, doing well and selling a lot. And a lot of people are like, how are you doing this when you're, you know, yeah. at this young age and just getting started? Because there was a lot of naysayers when I got into the real estate. Yeah, there was a couple of people that said, your expectations are outrageous. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, what do you mean? I, you know, because I came from another, uh, a retail background that I was making a lot of money. And I kept saying, well, I'm going to make this much money or if not more. And they're like, yeah. you're crazy. And I'm like, okay, I'll just show you. But anyway, uh, but I had a, always had a positive attitude. I always like to look for the glass happy half full. Yeah. And so because of that, that pushed that bit pushed me along the, you know, 10 or 15 years as I was going through my messes and different things. But what it exchanged it is when I went through that mess, that mess, is when I said, you know what, I'm a positive person, but now I can not only teach positivity, I can teach wealth. I can teach uh, you how to move through these, how to, I mean, I paid off $140,000 in debt. I got, I got myself out of uh, kinds of situations. I put money in the bank. Um, so I was, I said, now you can teach what you're learning, what yeah. you, you know? And so for me, it was just an actual, an add-on to that positive part of me, which I, I loved and I always wanted to be. Um, but now it wasn't just positive in the front side. I didn't have to wear that mask. And when I went home, I didn't have to take that mask off because I was going to be myself during the day and in the evening, because half the time you wear that mask during the day and you go home and like cry your eyes out for reasons yeah. because you're broke and you don't understand and know what's going on. So I chose then to really decide like, you know what, I can make this and help other women. Yes. One person at a time. And that's what I love doing. And, and, and when you get those calls that say, Patricia, you've helped me so much. You just don't even realize that just makes you feel like, you know, your heart just goes, Oh my God, I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And I also look at it as like, maybe this is what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to struggle. I was supposed to go through this, uh, you know, and, you know, I don't wish bad things on anybody, but yes, I also I believe that we learn things from, from people and, and situations. I don't, I learned, don't compare yourself to anybody else. Yeah. You're just you, you're unique and you're here for a reason. And uh, that purpose I believe is to help people and help women, especially to build their confidence up so they can get that next sale. So yeah. they can put that money away so they can be smart about what they're doing so yes. that they can retire at, at an age that they feel comfortable and, yeah. and do it on their own without the help of anybody else. Well, so um, yeah, because it should be to me, you should have any kind of significant other should be an added, an added bonus mm -hmm. and not yeah. for reasons because you have to be with somebody to help take care of you. Yes. Yeah. Life is meant, the journey is meant to be up and down. The journey is meant 
to have different uh, seasons. It's how you uh, deal with those seasons. Kind of like in the financial market, Warren Buffett says, uh, preserve in your great market so that you can gather in your bad. It's the same with life. Preserve in your great life so that you have gathered the strength that you can use for the next type life is going to hit you because mm-hmm. that's where you're going to build your wealth, your wealth of what you can share with the world. And if you're listening and you look at the glass half fill, please full, please know that you can always fill your glass up. So you can always uh, change that. And then, um, yeah, you talked about the uh, industry and the real estate. I was in food and beverage for many years. And same thing when I decided to get into the mortgage industry, they're like, what the heck? You're going to do something that you don't get paid anything. And you're making this great salary in food and beverage. Well, yeah, but I don't want to work 70 or 80 hours and, and, you know, make this amount of money. I want to be in control and have no limit to what I can do. So I don't let anybody tell you that it's, uh, that it's not possible because the only way it's not possible is if you don't believe in yourself. And that's uh, why I'm so happy to have Patricia here. So Patricia, let's talk about uh, your best selling uh, book, Seen and Unheard. So can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's interesting. I've had this book in me for a long time because I've always believed that in my, during my mess time, I felt that I wasn't seen or heard. Um, And the only time I was seen is if I was a pretty young lady or when I was a young child, it'd be like, five years old, you know, you're a pretty little girl, you just sit and don't talk. Yeah. So it's always about being seen and, and not heard, you know, my, so it's really, it was about stating that my voice matters and that all women's voices matter. You know, what you do you say, and you have good things and you, what you say is enough. And so I wrote it because it's more of a memoir. And so, but it was interesting. I've had actually a lot of gentlemen actually contact me and say, you know, that they really appreciated me writing this because they actually could see how their spouse or their daughter or different things were, you know, certain behaviors. And they could almost relate to it along with women who contacted me too, because I write it in a way that it's a storyteller. Yes. And so it's, it's telling about my experiences. And then, so it just kind of, you know, the people that are reading it go, Oh, I can relate to that. Not yes. exactly, but they relate to it. Yes. And so it was just in me. And during the pandemic, I was one of those things. I said to myself, Patricia, just do the book. Yeah. Just do the book. And so I said, okay, to myself. And I just wrote it and I got it published. And then it became a bestseller. And I'm really thrilled because it's really helped me to have a platform now for women in confidence and helping their, their voice matter. Um, throughout the United States being on different podcasts and different radio shows. So it's been really wonderful and just, you know, a lot of humbleness, you know, honestly. Yeah, congratulations on that. And you've already said this uh, earlier today, but that's the magic and the power of storytelling is they are in your story as they're reading or listening to you. If you're, you know, if you're sharing your story and like a keynote, they're in it and they're listening and they hear it. But at the same time, they're living their own story mm-hmm. of the past, story of the present, or story of what they're worried about in the future. And so it's it's interesting how that works, but it only works like that through storytelling. Their story is completely different, but it's not. And that's exactly what Patricia is right. uh, saying. So, so excited uh, for you and a big congratulations. Thank that's you. Best selling author. <laughs> I'm an author, but I'm not a best selling author. What author? What the heck? All right. So what made you uh, want to write the book? Well, it was one of those things that I just had to get it out because yeah. it was my, uh, it was 
my story. Mm -hmm. And I think it was the last part of my healing, because I will say when I wrote that book and kept, I, I just didn't realize the emotions that yes. were going to come up because I, I had to re, you know, re go over the stories in my life and my father and, and the rapes and, and the, these different things. And it's like, all these emotions were coming up and I'm like, holy cow. So it was a last thing that I had to get out. And, yeah. and it was not easy because to push that button, to have, send it to my editor to, to edit and, and get published. It was like, Ooh, it's out there forever, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah. so, and especially since I wore a mask, my, a lot of my life, you know, up to like I was 57, the, the thought that people like didn't know. And yeah. I actually had friends reach out like, I didn't know. And, yeah. but I, I did it. I did that myself, you know, because I didn't want them to know. Yeah. And so, but for me, it was that last little thing. I just have to do it. And so I did it. And now I feel good about it. I may, I may end up writing another one, but that was my, you know, my main one that I wanted to do. And, um, and then we'll just see what the next one, what, it what comes is, out of it. It is a great exercise. If you're listening to the show right now, whether you publish a book or not, write down your story, uh, similar for uh, me, Patricia, I, I actually sat down, I had my book, uh, uh, completely written in three months and that's sitting down one weekend and literally not stop typing. And same thing. I was a closed book. Nobody uh, knew I had a husband in prison and most didn't even know that I had a daughter. They surely didn't know that I had uh, drug addictions and spent time in a mental health facility and all of these things that happened to me because I was living my best self today of what I wanted to present. And I was afraid that my business partners and future ones would not want to use me. Once you become an open book, that's when everything changes. And my key Note was inspired from that because now my story's out there. I might as well get up on stage and share it. Right? Talk about so it. It's interesting when you go through that how it completely changes um, you as a person because now you are living your authentic self every second of the day. Well, that is a good place uh, for us to take us to a break here. Uh, continued conversation with Patricia Love of Patricia Love LLC: How to live life and not let life live you right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Are you at your wits end feeling like you're trapped on a perpetual hamster wheel of chaos and confusion, lacking confidence, lacking money with nowhere to turn? The good news is you can change your story. In fact, it's probable when you decide to choose yourself first. That's where Coach Patricia Love's new app, Confident You, comes in because confidence is freedom. When you learn to trust your intuition and feel good about yourself, your life changes and doors open. At the app Confident You, you will find community, audios, podcasts, inspiration, live Zooms, and more. You will build confidence, create boundaries, and learn how to say no. Now is the time to take control of your life. Ignite your inner power and shine like a diamond, feeling more confidence, more inner peace, more happiness, better health, more abundance. Download Patricia Love's app, Confident You, today for free at the Apple Store or Google Play. Find our app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and take us with you wherever you go. Alternative Talk, AM 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. 
Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, April 23rd show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere. You can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on any of my upcoming events, please go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. I bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market when it comes to everything regarding your money. And now continued conversation uh, with my guest, Patricia Love of Patricia Love LLC, how you can live life and not let life live you right here on 1150 AM KKNW. I knew I was just going to have an amazing time uh, here with you, Patricia, and the information that you're sharing. So excited I was able to have you for the entire show because I have two guests. (laughs) But I had to make it all about you. So Patricia, (laughs) you created what you call your five diamonds. What are they and why are they called? Why do you call them diamonds? Well, you know, it's interesting because I believe the diamonds where they grow and they grow under pressure, right? So, you know, it's a pressure type of gem that they makes diamonds and then it's poly- and you have to polish them up and then sh- they begin to shine. And so I just thought, wow, I want my five diamonds to be like that because they're strong and they're go-getters and, and they're that. So, you know, the, the, there's five diamonds that I created and it's really funny real quickly. I created them pretty much the day of my really bad day, <laughs> the, uh-huh. the bad day that happened. And these five words came to my mind. And if it weren't for that bad day, these five diamonds would have never been created. That's exactly, exactly what we're talking about today, right? Exactly. Yeah. Because I was, I actually wrote these words down, not even knowing why I was writing them down. I just, it's something in my head said, write these down, write these down. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. You know? And so, um, and then the first one is acknowledgement, which I talk about a lot. Second is forgiveness. Uh-huh. Third is mindset. Mm-hmm. Fourth is accountability and fifth is perseverance. And then I, I added in later on six, one for gratitude. Uh-huh. And um, those five words have actually, I live by every single day. Yeah. And the very first time I had to work through my acknowledges, acknowledgements and my forgiveness, trust me, they were long because I had to forgive a lot of people besides yeah. forgiving myself. I had to acknowledge a lot of stuff that I was going through that, you know, and I had to realize that to change my mindset. I had to be accountable for myself and I needed to persevere to keep yeah. going and not give up and not fall back into those negative habits that mm-hmm. I had before. So those are my five diamonds. And I just feel like the diamond is just, they're strong and has confidence and it's beautiful. That's so great. And uh, Patricia talks about uh, habits. And here's the great thing is once you create a new habit, it is your new habit. It's actually very difficult to go back to your old ways, but going through that transition of creating a new habit, especially when you're replacing a bad habit, it is hard. It is a challenging journey. And that's why I'm happy to have uh, Patricia here as a coach around this that can help you navigate through that process. So how can these diamonds work for others in their daily lives? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, first off, if you just honestly take these words and write them down and be intentional about the words. And you list those words again. Yes, I'm going to list. Yeah, you have to be intentional. And the first thing is just quickly write down acknowledgement and acknowledge your negatives. It's hard. Being truthful about your things and that are negative about yourself that maybe you, you know, aren't so proud of sometimes, and maybe you played a part in that divorce or that relationship, something we have to own our stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's so acknowledgement. My list was really long. I remember. And so it took me a long time, like, but I had to be truthful with myself and I cried Mm -hmm. over it. Trust me. The second word being forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's one of the hardest ones. Forgiveness itself is you got to not only forgive yourself, but you got to forgive others too. So, and that's, I had to forgive my rapist. I had to forgive my mother. Mm -hmm. I had to forgive my father. And, and, it's some for some people it's not always easy but when you forgive you release so much negative energy that you just bring that more energy to you have to to work in the present and then work in the future and that's what's so important and then thirdly was mindset really checking myself how is your mindset what is your negative what's negative part of you saying and thinking you know unconsciously think about it and observe it. Am I really more negative than I think I am? So mindset's really important. Um, The fourth being um, accountability. Now there's accountability that you can have accountability partners if you choose, but I also chose, I needed to be accountable to myself Yeah, because I can't always depend on everybody around me to, you know, they got their own lives. They got their own stuff. Yeah. Right. And so I needed to say, be accountable to yourself, celebrate yourself when you do good things, mark them off, check them off, do whatever you need to do to, to show that you're being accountable. And then lastly, of course, was um, perseverance. And I really want to play this into people who, who are trying to change their habits from bad to good and keep persevering. I encourage you to write out your why. Yeah. Write out your why. You never want to go back to that point because it, you know, for me, it was like, I don't want to be drunk on the floor, drinking martinis, broke, no relationship, no love, not sure if there's going to be a roof over my head. And I wrote this out so intensely, very with all the, you know, uh, words and the adverbs and the, you know, nouns with everything I could to make myself cry every time I read it. So that I would pull it out and say, I do not want to go back there because sometimes it's really easy to go, Oh, I'll do that tomorrow or something. So anyway, I wanted to make sure I did that. And the last one was gratitude. And of course I'm grateful. I'm not just grateful for the word. I want to be grateful for, I get to do life. I get to be on this podcast with you. I get to. So I appreciate it's not just a word. It's a feeling. That is beautiful. Yeah. And so uh, a call to action, if you're listening to the show today, the weekend's coming up while well, you're actually listening to the show on Saturday, our rebroadcast on Sunday, take some time for yourself and write down what your why. It's important to understand your, your why has to be about you, not what you're going to do for someone else. You mm-hmm. can share if it's if children are important. We have our first grandbaby. And I tell you, my, my why is more leveled up even because I want a better life for her. However, it's not about her. It's about what I want for the world that my granddaughter lives in and I live in as, live in as well. So it needs to be about you. And I love, um, I like to call it your, you know, your love letter. And I like how uh, Patricia mentioned about every time she reads it, cry. And that's an important part. Have on your, your schedule. It needs to be at the end of the day, I think maybe in in the morning, but in the morning, I want to get fired up and ready to conquer my day. I need to get strong, get my warrior spirit out. I don't need to get inspirational. My inspirational needs to happen before I go to bed. And so reading your love letter once a week before or you go to bed, get yourself in those tears because tears are beautiful. Whether you're tearing because you're grieving, you're releasing, whether you're tearing because you feel so blessed, 
that is a beautiful thing. Or if you're just hearing and you have no idea, that's pretty darn cool as well to embrace. What just brought me to tears? Why am I crying over a little house in the prairie? You know, so because there's something that's happening in that moment. Right. So great, uh, great share. And as your host of the Money Hour, uh, I'm going to give you a call to action. Write your why in a form of a love letter. And it's great to do it in third person. Uh, uh, what your life looks like at your best life. And that attaches to the why. So what about how you stay positive during tough times, Patricia? Okay. You know what? I get asked this question a lot. And honestly, I make a choice. Uh-huh. I can choose to be negative. I can choose to be positive. I can choose to stay what I'm doing and, and listen to everything, or I can choose to pivot and I can choose to shift. Uh-huh. Um, I have a choice and I, that word, words are very powerful to me and a choice. I say that to my life, myself a lot. I have a choice. Yeah. How do you want to present yourself today? And so I choose to do this and I choose to not be negative and be that want, want type of person. I want to um, be able to bring energy and good energy to others, because I also believe that when you offer good energy to somebody else, then they can offer good energy to other people. So it's a, there's, we're all made up of energy. Everything is energy. And, you know, if we can relate that, and if you're kind to somebody, they're going to probably be kind to somebody else because they, well, they're, wow, she's so kind. They pay it forward. Yeah. Um, and it happens. So, I mean, that's, that's how I really stay positive. And I, uh, I, I, I choose to, when I'm negative, I choose to put on fabulous music, like, you know, like, um, James Brown, I feel good yeah. or something to just shift my, my mood. Yeah. And it's all about shifting and pivoting because mm-hmm. I don't want to linger in that lousy negative way. <laughs> we are such kindred spirits, um, Patricia, and, and we both know this because we've had this conversation before, but yeah. And there's, if you read studies up on what music does, there's some uh, unbelievable studies on that. Uh, but I'm here to tell you today that you cannot have a positive and negative thought at the same time. Now you may right. be going, that's not true, Tina. I, I feel bad. And then all of a sudden something it's in that second, you cannot be positive and negative at the same time. And I want you to think back to when that favorite song came on the radio. For me, this was a, an aha moment for me, which completely changed. And it ties in directly to what Patricia just said. I was in a really bad mental space and it was when I was successful. I was in the mortgage industry for uh, quite a few years. I'd already made the top 1% in the entire, uh, in the entire nation. And, uh, everything was great, but I wasn't, I wasn't feeling good. I wasn't feeling great. I wasn't feeling enough. All of these negative emotions came up. And then all of a sudden randomly on the radio comes, um, uh, uh, journey open arms. And immediately I went into the moment of my first slow dance in the seventh grade. Now, when that song was over, I thought, oh my gosh, what just happened? And I started to do studies on music and I started, and I realized now I can't, I could listen to Journey with Open Arms all the time, but it might get old after that. With this is when I came up with my positive triggers. What are those, all those small things that make you um, make you happy? Yeah. What are those things that you can draw from and have music come in there? So what a great, a great show and, and great information that you're providing to our listeners. And I'm going to start to tear up here because this show is called the Money Hour because it's about everything that has to do with your money and your finances so you can have a better quality of life. What we're talking about on the show here is the foundation of everything. Money doesn't mean anything. Success doesn't mean anything. Running how to learning how to run a successful business. None of it means anything. If you don't have the foundation of who you are and what life is all about. And uh, Patricia, I just want to say thank you again for being here uh, with me today and sharing with my listeners, um, you and who you are as a person 
and what you're doing for our community and ultimately the world because of the ripple effect, which you shared as well. Yes. Thank you so much. It's been great to be here. It was awesome. Thank you so much, Tina. Love you so much. (laughs) All right. Please uh, reach out and call the show at 1-855-411-50 or you can go online to themoneyar.com. And Patricia, what is a best uh, website for people to reach you at? The best one is just uh, patricialove.com. Pretty That's simple. pretty darn easy. Patricia darn, yeah. Love. Follow me on Instagram, Coach Patricia Love, either one. Coach Patricia Love or patricialove.com. You can't forget that. That's even easier than the moneyhour.com. <laughs> so get right directly to uh, connect with her. And I'm Tina Mitchell. I'm your host. I'm your local mortgage expert. I got to sign off for the day, uh, but I really enjoyed my conversation uh, here. I hope you did as well. And I look forward to talking more money, which has a better quality of life right here on 1150 AM KKNW next weekend. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.